हेलो फ्रेंड्स एंड वेलकम टू माय मनी टॉक्स विद दीपक आर खेमानी द पॉडकास्ट व्हिच टॉक्स अबाउट मनी हाउ डू यू इन्वेस्ट इट वेयर डू यू इन्वेस्ट इट एंड हाउ डू यू मेक मोर मनी टुडे वी हैव विद अस मिस्टर अजय बग्गा वेटरन मार्केट एक्सपर्ट समबडी हुम आई फॉलो फॉर हिज व्यूज एंड वी आर गोइंग टू हैव अ फ्री एंड अ फ्रैंक डिस्कशन अबाउट व्हाट्स हैपनिंग इन द वर्ल्ड मार्केट्स इंडियन मार्केट्स what's going on with crude with debt funds with equity and the way forward thank you very much for accepting my invitation thank you sir someone senior like you calling out always we are at your service thank you thank you so thank much you. sir so uh, let us start uh, i would okay. like you to start with the macro and what is happening around the world before we come to india so our audience is a lot of uh, mutual fund distributors and a few direct investors also who connect with okay. me so i will be uh, releasing this podcast so that all of them can get your views on this this time around this uh, crisis of 2020 uh, is a medical emergency which has arisen so unlike uh, 2008 9 which was a financial contagion which came into the real economy this time it has been a medical problem which has caused problems in the real economy and now it is taking the shape of a financial contagion so it has come the reverse way from 2008 9 but the end result is quite similar the big issue right now is uh how far does this problem this medical problem go ahead when does it get contained first then when is a cure cure found for it when do we get a vaccine concomitant with that the most critical thing is when will the economy come back to a semblance of normalcy what is very clear is the impact is huge more than half the world is locked down in their houses right now uh millions of people have got of uh, 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 infected and hundreds of thousands have died so it is a very unfortunate very uh, scary situation as far as the medical situation goes it has started having a very big impact on the economy and what we are seeing now is that the financial markets though they had a severe fall from february to march even though they have recovered sharply in april but what we are seeing is that the dislocation the disruption in the financial markets is quite huge what is saving the day is global monetary stimulus that has been put by us federal reserve by the european central bank by bank of japan uh, people's bank of china and the bank of england so nearly all the central banks in the world have brought in some kind of monetary stimulus what is different again this time is that they have learned the lesson of 2008 so what took nearly one year in 2008 9 to be done has been done in mere 40 days mm. so federal reserve has put trillions of dollars into the us market same with 
uh, European Central Bank. And rates have been cut very furiously by the Federal Reserve by huge amounts. So central banks learned their lesson. In 2008, it took a long time. They were not uh, working in coordination. They they tried uh, for markets to self-heal, and that caused much more problems. Just to give you a small example, in 2008, when Lehman Brothers, a very reputed organization, went down, all it needed was a $15 billion line that it had with J.P. Morgan to be renewed. It was borrowing monies and uh, lending out, and it did not have liquidity at that time. J.P. Morgan could not give that line. They went to the central bank. Central bank took time. This time around, from September itself, Federal Reserve has been putting more than $50 billion every night in the U.S. overnight money markets. So already, even before this virus, there were dislocations in the bond markets, money markets, but central banks were already taking very strong action. That is the big difference. In terms of the economies, we have seen negative GDP in USA, negative GDP in China, negative GDP in Europe already for the first quarter. It will get much worse in quarter two because most of April, nearly all the economies except China, uh, which opened on 8th April, all the other economies in the world were in a shutdown mode. 25 to 50% of the economies could not produce. Mm. And that will have an impact in quarter two. So just to uh, make a reference for all those who are listening into this podcast, Mr. Ajay Bagga has been in this market for the last 30 years. He's had 10 years in Citibank. He's been with Deutsche Bank as the national head for private wealth management. He was the CEO of Kotak AMC. He was the CEO of Lotus AMC. And now also he is on the board as a director of many different companies. I can also tell you that uh, Mr. Bagga is one who clearly speaks his mind. He doesn't mince any words when he... uh, when he's talking, especially you can listen to him on Z Business or other uh, business channels. A lot of people would sugarcoat what they want to say, but I remember Mr. Bhagat says it very, very clearly. I was uh, an audience in one of the Morningstar events. I think it was 2017 or 18. And Mr. Bhagat was taking a panel discussion and everybody on the panel was extremely bullish on equity. That is the time when he put his neck out and he said, see, everybody is bullish on equity for you. It's now the time to go opposite, go and sell equity. So I I remember that uh, sentence of yours. So I think what people would like to know is that the clearest reference for a crisis for all of us is 2008, because that is the only crisis we have seen. However, there have been crises before that. There was 2000, there was uh, 1992, there was the Asian crisis in 97. However, nothing has been like this, you know. I mean, the fall which we saw in one month, markets tanking 30-35% and now they are up almost 20-25% from the lows. So the markets are giving us an indication that probably all is well and then going ahead, uh, maybe it won't be as bad as it seems. What is your feeling? Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for your kind words. 
you know overall one thing is very clear you know the main principle we should keep in the markets nobody can forecast the markets in yeah. the short term yeah in the long term we know always markets will go up they will outperform other asset classes over very long periods of time now i have been 30 years in this market what i have been seeing earlier we used to put up slides that in 5 years normally you will not lose money yeah. in the markets yeah. then harshad mehta scam happened <laughs> and even though we went up above that uh, level but then in 2000 com happened so between 92 and 2002 markets gave zero return exactly so then we moved our slides up that in 10 years time you don't lose money in the market <laughs> then once 2008 happened january 1 2008 to about uh, 2000 uh, 2018 uh, we didn't get returns again so nearly 11 years went yeah. with uh, very little returns globally so now we have moved it to 15 years so that period is increasing what is very clear is markets are an aggregate of all the information so efficient market theory says markets have a brain of their own they understand what we know is markets are discounting mechanisms they discount the future they don't look at the past now gdp is a lagged indicator lagged meaning it is looking at the past now gdp is down we know second quarter gdp also will be very bad in fact most big companies in the world have refused to give a management guidance yeah with these uh, this quarter's results um most companies including a coca cola or a unilever or which you thought people will keep having coca cola people will keep having biscuits and having bath and shampoo uh but even big companies are saying we don't know and still the markets are going up what is the reason behind it it is not fundamentals fundamentally economies are in trouble corporate earnings are in trouble it will take time even if it is a v shaped recovery uh, it is at least 6 months we will lose we are looking at 2021 earliest when we might get back to uh, what was the economy 3 uh, months back so at least the lost one year if not two years are there in front of us but markets are going up what is the reason one is the belief in the power of the central banks they have acted very resolutely and in a concerted manner all are acting together fed is uh, the us central bank the federal reserve is offering dollar swap lines to every central bank in the world this was not there in 2008 9 so there was a lot of crash in 1997 when we had asian financial crisis lot of asian economies went down this dollar liquidity was there or russia went down mexico went down in that decade all started with a dollar not being available and people having to repay dollar debt but not having dollars to repay now fed has learned that lesson so that institutional knowledge is there now what we have to now decide is that knowledge and that stimulus enough that the markets will stay at a high level continuously and will keep on rising slowly they will recover 
short answer is we don't know oh. nobody knows people are very happy they made 40 40% returns on some stocks in this time that always happens you take out from 1929 to uh, 2008 2009 to europe in 2013 to china 2015 every market fall if you see what is for sure one bottom formation takes six months to two years to happen yes. it does not happen in a month yes second from the top of the market to the bottom it will take you that six to two years six months to two years within that you will have very sharp spikes so nine out of ten highest rises in the market happen within a bear market yeah you are very very fast so 1929 when the market fell which is the biggest what we call the great depression which defined the last century which is the scale what we are going through right now i'll just take half a minute to explain that 1929 when the us market fell in 1930s in 1930 there was a very sharp rally everyone thought that it was just a one time event and we are okay from 31 to 33 the market went down 86% Eighty-six percent, and it needed a world war starting in 1939 to wipe out all the imbalances that had crept into the markets. So, what were we before this pandemic happened? Already, US was coming off 11 years of bull market, 11 years of great growth in their economy, very low rates. We were already looking at stalling. India was in a different position. India had slowed down. and we were looking this year to be a year of consolidation and growth we missed out we went back in the order of the cycle again where are we now there is no money this money is being printed out of the air you are just printing money which our children grandchildren great grandchildren will have to repay or you will engineer inflation then the money loses its value so then you know suppose you have to repay 2 trillion dollars today and you keep inflation high in 20 years you would have uh, reduced it quite dramatically it would have gone down to 500 billion dollars you don't have to repay 2 trillion dollars if you keep inflation high enough so there is no way out is there a better solution no there isn't printing money is the best solution putting money in people's hands is that something which will on a structural basis get us out of trouble no because there is too much capacity in the world and too little demand already the world has too much factories too much manufacturing too much services that we cannot consume and very high so there are very lot of people who can't consume even if they want to 45% americans did not have 400 dollars in their account before this crisis hit this present one 45% of america doesn't have savings of 400 dollars also similar in india 
we are a poor country with you know about 15-20% of us are in the consuming classes, rest are subsistence, who are just managing month to month, somehow managing to live. And about 5 to 6% are very poor. So the problem we are going to face is, we are spending money which we can't afford to, we don't have an option but to spend this money. Will that engineer a robust response in the economy? We are hoping it does. Yeah. You know, so that we shape everything will depend on how soon the economy comes back. Markets to sustainably rise will look to three things. One, containment, number of cases start going down. In a number of countries, it has started. Yes. You know, Malaysia is now opening this week. They have stopped at 6,000 cases. A uh, lot of European countries, after losing a lot, are looking at reopening. UK has said by mid-May they will open. So, yes, some, some countries have been able to contain it. But there is no cure. Cures are being formed. So, first is containment, which only happen if you social distance, you don't go out. Then you can avoid the spread. Second is cure. Now, cure right from antiviral drugs to malaria drug to BCG vaccine uh, to uh, other things, uh, polio vaccine, everything is being tried to plasma now. People who have recovered, more than a million people have recovered worldwide. Yeah. So they are taking their blood plasma and putting it into people who are suffering. Maybe that will work. In, in India, we have had two, three cases which have recovered. But we have to see on a mass scale. So cure has to come, but sustainably we will go back to the old normal only when we have a vaccine. And vaccines take, you know, polio vaccine took four, four years to happen. It does not come immediately. Mm. We have broken all records by going into clinical trials. That is very good. Serum Institute is ready to produce. Moment they get green signal from anybody, they are the biggest producers of vaccine. Yeah. And we will get a vaccine, but it might be 9 to 18 months. It's not that we will have a vaccine ready by September, which has been tested out. So problem to have. There is going to be a problem, a sustained problem. Can you keep putting money in? There is a limit to which you can look at Japan. It went down in 1990 and it stayed down. That did not come back. 30 years, it has not gone back to those levels. They have been printing money year after year after year to now they are such an indebted country. But the good thing is it's Japanese savers who are owning that debt, so they are okay. In U.S. debt, a lot of the debt is owned by outside countries, including Reserve Bank of India puts a large portion of our $470 billion of reserves goes and stays in U.S., earning hardly anything. But because dollar is the reserve currency, we have to put it to safeguard ourselves. Yeah. So U.S., if there is a problem on the dollar, yeah. it can go to the whole world. So that is called contagion. Mm. That's why we are so linked. I remember in 2008 early, we used to say, you know, if U.S., there is a problem, don't worry, we are not leveraged. We don't have this kind. At that time, we didn't have NPA problem also of this 
magnitude, our credit limits were lower. So we said we will get more offshoring jobs. People will find lower cost producer and we will get jobs from US. Don't worry, India will not get affected. Yeah. We went down 60%. Yeah. Why? Because the financial capital has linked up all the countries of the world. Mm. So if one Argentina defaults, it has defaulted nine times, it's going to default now. In the next two months, government has already started talking. At big, big amounts, it's going to default. When Turkey defaults, Argentina defaults, TCS or Reliance are bigger than the whole Argentina market. Yeah. But no matter how much we say, when Argentina defaults, there is a sell-off in emerging markets. Yeah. And because India pays all its bills on time, we return all our loans on time, and we are a big enough market where you can take out money. Yeah. You can take out a thousand crores day after day after day, like FIS have been pulling out. Yeah. What do they do? They can't take money from Turkey, Argentina, Greece. At that time, they sell Korea, Taiwan, India. Yeah. These are the big markets where you can sell with minimal impact cost. So we get hit both ways. <laughs> yeah. we, we repay our loans. Yeah. And when anyone in the world needs money, they first take it out from us because we are solvent and we are liquid. Yeah. And we keep our promises as a country. If we tell somebody, I'll pay you this, we go and pay our money. We never default. So that is what we have to keep in mind. Don't be in this rush that I have to catch this bus, this train is leaving. We are in a very nice station of India. Lots of trains will come. Right now is the time to safeguard your money. Look at your emergency funds. I say have three buckets in life for your money. This is a nice concept. Tony Robbins of USA, uh, the coach, has made this concept. I have adapted it. First is your emergency bucket, which we say six months money should be there in your bucket. But abhi kya hai? Risk of job loss is there. You know, uh, 30 million people have lost job in the US. 300 million will lose all over the world. 20% Americans are unemployed. 1929, when the great crisis happened, great depression, even at that time, the highest unemployment was about 28%. U.S. is reaching that very fast. So, India also, unemployment will happen. I would say, right, is, right now is the time, increase your emergency bucket. Fill it up completely. Have two years of expenses kept in a bank deposit, kept in very uh, easy, uh, easily liquidatable uh, assets. Unfortunately, debt funds have become very risky for all of us. I would not recommend debt funds as a liquid asset. Even liquid funds I'm not liking. Nothing will happen. But having had one or two accidents, you know, in our time, uh, I remember in 1999, you know, Templeton had two write-offs. There were two companies, Viral Filament or Viral Synthetics and something like that. They took a write-off of 55 crores in their debt fund and the AMC took it from its capital. 
Templeton brought money from abroad. We used to have that feeling as fund managers that we have, we are in a fiduciary role. Customer has trusted us the money, and if we are losing the money, then the company should make good. Customer should not pay. In debt fund, no customer bought a debt fund for this. This feeling has changed over the last two years. When Amtech Auto happened, they passed on the hit to the customers. Similarly, ILFS happened, DHFL, Z, uh, all your uh, Cafe Coffee Day, Syntex, Quality. You look at one name after another, the Walkers, fund managers who were supposed to be watching out for investors have just washed their hands off. Regulator has allowed them to do it. Mm. And all of a sudden you have side pockets, you have standstill agreements, you have markdowns overnight, and customers are told it's your money. I was just looking at it. What were you charging me one and a half, two and a half percent for? I would have been better making my own decision there and keeping my money with LIC, keeping my money with SBI, buying tax-free bonds of government of India entities rather than giving it to you in debt funds. Yeah. At least we should take back all the profits of mutual funds and claw that back and give it back to investors who have lost their money. Investors never had this in mind that a fund manager in an ultra short term and short term funds is buying 2029 paper mm. of, of badly rated companies. Mm. Who allowed that fund manager? And the company is not putting that fund manager under suspension. The regulator will not react because the same people are sitting on the regulator, same people are sitting everywhere and they know how to manage. So you are on your own. That is the first thing. As distributors, we have to understand. We have to tell investors. I got a call from a distributor. He has 290 crores in Templeton funds. My God. If he pulls out, how will he eat tomorrow? I have no name from my Kothari Pioneer days. When Kothari Pioneer was sold to Templeton, yeah. I used to tell him it's a very nice company. And, uh, you know, look at John, Sir John Templeton, this, that. He has 290 crores. If he pulls out the money, he doesn't have money to eat because that customer will never come back. Yes. He will and never if he come. keeps it, yeah. what will happen to the money? Yeah. We are telling him, don't worry. There are enough safeguards. Think through, study, karo, portfolio, dekho. He's asking, can you give a guarantee? If the fund manager can't give the guarantee, if these comp companies which run trillions of dollars around the world fund India they could have paid some money and saved this fund rather than passing it on to the customer. That also after the smart money has moved out. So it's all the retail customers who are left. At least Sebi should say whoever moved out in the last five months, I'm clawing that back. Equalize everybody because there was asymmetric information. Yeah. Please, all that you have ever earned on this fund, AMC, give back all that money plus into 10 times and put it back 
some punishment should be given otherwise it's very easy when the profits are there i am with you when the losses are there you are on your own yeah. will you play a game like that yeah. that is the grim reality you are facing as distributors you are facing as investors so protect yourself learn as much as you can this is the time to get very conservative become extremely conservative fill up your emergency bucket second is the investment bucket re look at your asset allocation what what is your asset allocation how is that looking in india even when the government brings up the stimulus you know it's very little that the government can do our fiscal situation is already so bad we are not usa that we can print money if we print too much they will lower our rating and if it falls below investment grade then we are more in the soup you will see so much outflows happening so government is trying to balance there can be some things you know as much money as you want to raise nhai today has toll income of thousands of crores it can raise 2 3 lakh crores by just on the basis of that toll income issue tax free bonds tax free bonds are running at 5% issue tax free bonds of nhai raise as much money as you want mm. and that toll income as it comes in the future will keep servicing this money yes there are hundreds of such examples you know pj nayak committee has said 10 years back that make a hold, holding company for all nationalized banks Kamani sir you would have read that report yes you will get overnight 9 lakh to 15 lakh crores you can raise without diluting at the bank level make all the equity go into that holding company have voting rights of government of india 51% all over the world people are looking for returns yes you can sort it out but somebody has to have that proclivity unfortunately the investor class in this country is not a voting group yes we don't we don't organize ourselves as that we will vote together we vote on caste religion race region we don't vote as investors that whoever will do good for the trading community investor community we will vote so we are totally written off by the political class that these votes don't matter so once you have understood all this a you are on your own second don't believe what you see third all these so called professional fund managers will let you down whenever there is a problem they are only fair weather friends so you are on your own fourth what is it that you can do you have to diversify 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 write that on your book i will not put more than 2% of my portfolio in one single instrument unless it is government of india no problem do that government bank put your fixed deposit no problem but otherwise i will keep 2% maximum if one asset class goes up i will then cut that exposure 
buy some gold and keep either sovereign bond fund or etf etf also please remember what happened with templeton credit funds these guys don't keep gold most of the time tomorrow one of them can go down and say boss i didn't have gold i can't give you gold one of the oldest bullion banks in the world which was in the bullion trading from 1749 has shut down last week mm. nobody is talking about it what is the big reason physical gold is not available yes the world is in shutdown canada has made gold mining essential services now mm. why because physical gold nahi mil raha mm. so us in the smallest coin also you are getting such a huge premium if you want to buy coin gold mm. because physical gold has disappeared mining mining is not happening in south africa in russia now doesn't allow gold since last two years it is keeping all gold that it mines it is building up reserves china doesn't send out south africa canada australia were the major ones some latin america all got into lockdown physical gold not there so i'm saying sovereign gold bond fund by all means it's government of india and 2.5% or physical gold with the hallmark there also you know what we have found in the gold loans companies when people poor people are going to take loans what is sold by the jeweler as 24 carat mm. is turning out to be 18 carat yes what is 22 carat is 16 yeah. what is 18 carat at times is 12 carats <laughs> and then if to go back to the same jeweler what we call bid offer spread yes. finance yes. between the buyer and seller yes you says yeah there is so much impurity there is making charge there is this charge that charge same jewelry made by the same guy yeah so we have to think but gold has gone 44% in the last one year yeah all indians are rich we had trillions of dollars of gold holdings we made some money if you do your whole portfolio gold is saving us have 10% in gold yeah. no problem and your emergency bucket put it in gold no problem at least you can go and sell the gold or take a loan against it if there is a medical emergency the mutual fund might shut down for all you know yeah at that time now this 30000 crores is not a small amount for indian investors to lose but are you seeing mochas are you seeing any candlelight marches is anyone even in the media speaking one or two shows happened where the same mutual fund ceos came and said don't worry don't worry we are so big you might be so big but my 30000 crores is all that i had what do i do now yeah. you might be 11 lakh crores in debt funds that is what we have to understand that there is nobody watching out government has got other priorities they have to save the farmer they have to reach the food to the people who are starving now nearly 18 crore indians all of a sudden migrant labor will go home what will they eat and how will our industries run if that labor is not there yeah Am- amrinder singh did such a fa- fabulous job in punjab harvesters what they do is after the uh, you know uh, kharif uh, harvest is done the harvesters go to madhya pradesh they had to come back harvesters were stuck for this rabi fasal besakhi aa gayi mm. he got all the harvesters back 
he has arranged mandis he has arranged labor and punjabi say not one drop of wheat will be wasted then he has got piyush goel to take it by train over the country yes because godowns in punjab were full hmm. so wonderful work is also done by politicians but they have very limited resources and we are not a class who votes we go for a long weekend we don't even vote and we are not a voice please understand that we are not rich enough to be a voice we are not poor enough to be a voice yeah. so the middle class in the middle is cut both ways yeah. so yes sir your question no, i mean this was i mean a fantastic and such straight from the heart without you know even bothering what will people say or think what i am saying just plain pure simple straight from the heart talk thank you so much for that uh, your views on crude and what is happening with crude i mean did anyone in his even dreams think that crude would have gone negative although it was a technicality but even then what is happening with crude yeah. so crude you know about uh, you can say 100 million barrels a day and sorry there was a uh, 100 million barrels a day of crude is the production and because of this lockdown you know 95% capacity of aviation fuel went off yes globally the demand has been destroyed anything from 20 to 30% so where the world was consuming 100 million barrels a day it started consuming 70 to 80 million barrels a day what that led to was huge surplus and crude you know unlike uh, say a gold or diamonds crude you have to store somewhere yes. a you have to refine it yeah. then you have to store it there are lot of other products that get manufactured from it you can't stop production overnight it's not like a tap ke band kar do the wells have to be sealed properly yeah. and uh, you know it's a dangerous operation uh, refiners can still shut down it will take them time but uh, you know the wells itself and offshore wells shale tar sands all kinds of things are there so saudis and russia were holding the production for quite some time and artificially uh, stopping the excess supply to manage the uh, price of crude this year now when saudi and russia met saudi said uh, let's extend our uh, production cut russia said let's see how the demand falls and then we will cut more but right now we don't want to cut so saudi played a game of uh, double or quits they said okay you don't agree i am going to supply more into the market yeah and i will bankrupt everybody because saudi cost of production is about 7 dollars a barrel okay russian cost is 43 dollars us cost is 60 dollars so saudi said the cheapest oil because they're so abundant they said i can i will sell at 25 30 40 but i will bankrupt you mm. and i will kill the us industry because they are they cannot survive below 60 dollars that's the break even yeah. so they started that but with that also the virus had started so moment the virus came china shut down china is the second biggest uh, consumer of oil 
all of a sudden a huge fall happened in the supply and there was no storage storage was full if you see now people are sending the maps on whatsapp tankers yes. <laughs> everybody knows yeah. vlcc and uh, super tankers yes. and how many there are 800 of those mega vlcc types oh they are used to transport yeah. now we are using them as storage yeah they are just lying on high seas ke bhai abhi rakh lo there is nobody to take uh delivery because refiners are refining after that the end producer is not buying yes. in india if you see in march itself uh our uh, by the first two weeks of april our aviation uh, fuel had fallen 95% usage of aviation because airlines got shut down yes only cargo is moving yeah our petrol went down by 60% diesel went down by 65% that is the kind of demand destruction you saw the reliance results they took a 4000 crore hit on the inventory losses yeah. so you bought oil at 25 dollars you were refining it when you went to sell it today it has gone to 16 so you have to take a mark to market hit yes. it will come for all indian uh, government owned refiners factory yeah. loss yeah so oil is oversupply lack of demand and a slowing down global economy with airlines suffering all that is causing oil to be in an oversupplied zone from today what has happened with mr trump getting saudi and russians to shake hands mm. out of that 100 they are going to remove about 10 million barrels a day out of the kitty so 100 goes to 90 and others will remove another 3 4 million barrels so 86 it will come to british petroleum ceo two days back said the demand is down by 16 so if they remove 14 we are nearly balancing our estimate is actually demand is down 20 to 25 it is not 16 but british petroleum obviously you know he will know the best we are just analysts sitting reading uh, secondary sources they have their better sources so i will go with bp 3 million per day uh, if you reduce we are uh, balanced thing so that's why oil has started going up from today today brent went up to 26 the may negative price was more of you know because that contract was ending and the us contract you have to take physical delivery delivery yes now where it is stored in oklahoma cushing of oklahoma is the place that place was 75% full already mm. and to store it it costs a lot more so what these big commodity trading companies they do they buy place in that uh, and so they can use this kind of a market anomaly yeah so who came in and bailed out the people were these trading companies who lost money chinese retail investor bank of china had to shut down its commodity operation because so many chinese uh, private wealth clients had taken that bet that okay it's down to 12 dollars how much will it go yeah uh, i'm sure it will recover yeah. nobody understood that it can go to minus 37 mm. so they have 
just got shut down in India. There is a big conflict on now between brokers, clients, and uh, the exchange MCX. If they take the negative rate, nearly 400 crores of losses are there. Yeah. So people have taken a two lakh position, two lakh rupee position, and next morning broker is saying, please send 12 lakh rupees. <laughs> that is your loss. And they don't have that money. Yeah. So brokers are taking 100 crore losses. One broker in Bangalore said, I have a 10 crore loss because customers will not have that net worth also. Yes. That's why we say commodity futures, you have to be careful. Mm. What is good in commodities is you have reached like 1973 levels in dollar terms. Yes. So, both metals and oil, unless there is a very deep global recession, which is a big possibility, but even if, you know, they just cut the capacity and just uh, the world stops falling also and lockdown like US, Europe is opening, if that starts again, then commodity prices go up. Right now, we don't know because of this economic issue, but overall, we have probably reached a bottom in the commodity prices. How does a retail investor take advantage of this bottom in commodity prices, especially crude? You know, previously it used to be when crude prices are moving up, you go to refiners. When it is falling, you go to ONGC. Is there a way a retail investor can directly invest, you know, with the crude or the oil as underlining? See, with Petco, you get the cement guys are beneficiaries. So you got the run-in cement, paint companies, and uh, even FMCG uses some petroleum products in their soaps and all this. So these are three ways you can play. India being a 83% importer, yeah. it is beneficial to us if the crude prices go down, our current account is better. But Indian market doesn't run up. That's a bitter lesson we learned. Yeah. Because crude, when it falls, that means the demand globally has gone. Yes. So that demand destruction is so large that the benefit to India does not come then. Mm. So now $25, $30 crude is a good time. You can look at uh, paint companies, cement companies, tire companies. Again, you know, uh, they use uh, quite a bit of uh, petroleum products in their uh, input. Auto, normally we say if uh, oil prices are down, auto does well. All that is good. But if there is demand is not there. Yeah. Yesterday we had Hindustan Unilever uh, earnings call, which was quite pessimistic, if you ask me. So if people are not buying soaps and uh, biscuits and uh, snacks, you have to be careful. Yeah. So, and what research is showing, they did a research in Europe where uh, 1.4 billion credit card transactions they took out. Yeah. Now, in 100 uh, euros that people were spending earlier, they used to spend 10, 12 euros in food. And the rest was eating out and entertainment, leisure activities, uh, durables, all that, all that. Last one month, from the time of the lockdown till April 2nd week, 65% of the money was just in buying groceries. Mm. So there's a shift in consumption. Now, how long that shift stays, we don't know. What happens when people lose jobs 
on this scale we have only seen in 1929 which records are very uh, you know not very uh, easy to obtain yeah. and it was a different world at that time yes. so uh, there was no service economy there was no knowledge economy no internet so we don't know there going to be three massive changes tcs for example is saying in 5 years 75% of our workforce will work from home oh. all of a sudden companies have found that work from home is a viable option for a large portion of their knowledge workers yes if that becomes the norm what will happen to your commercial real estate what will happen to security agencies what will happen to uh, agencies who maintain office buildings yeah what will happen to transport what will happen to oil what will happen uh, to all the uh, eating out office caterers office canteen boys if even 10 20 30% of global workforce starts working from home what does that mean we have to see purchasing power in the whole economy all of a sudden shifts out so as a bank uh, lease rental discounting banks do where they say okay you have a good tenant and you have a contract for 9 years i will give you the money of 9 years discounted yeah like you discount a road toll yes you know toll toll yeah. road a uh, toll suit give to a toll collector yes. okay you're going to, you've got a 25 year contract contract yeah. i will pay you this much at this rate you have commercial real estate outstanding of lakhs of crores all of a sudden if that demand goes down and big clients come and say landlord i can't pay you so much my revenues are down i had this big restaurant chain now people are no longer coming out to eat because they are afraid the next guy sitting to them or the waiter or the cook will give them infection yeah i can't pay the rent mall i i am a shopkeeper in a mall we had a revenue share agreement what revenue maruti has sold zero cars in april what should i do maruti showroom you think that dealer will be able to pay there are dealer lines of at least 1 lakh crores from banks to dealers based on the stock dealer will say please come and take the car anyway nobody is buying yeah i can't service your loan anymore yeah. i can't pay the rent i can't pay electricity this is what happens in a depression this is what we are afraid of this is what markets are complacent of now markets are supreme maybe they are seeing beyond us we are seeing the mountain mountain markets are taller they are seeing beyond the mountain yeah. that the sun is rising yeah. we don't know frankly nobody knows whoever pretends to know what i know is warren buffett in 2008 came out and said buy america i am buying he bought general electric he bought goldman sachs he bought bank of america he made a lot of money at that time yeah he has still not moved yes he's sitting on his 125 billion, billion cash tomorrow cash. his uh, annual gathering is there we'll be watching to see if he says anything yeah but he is still been a seller right now yeah he is not buying howard marks is saying yes i am seeing distress but i am not touching indian nbfcs yet he said that two weeks back the biggest distressed distressed uh, investor in the world is saying indian nbfcs will go down further 
So I don't know. I really don't know. And if you don't know, then don't take high risk. Yeah. Please understand your risk. This is the time to understand risk and to conserve your capital. Maybe you will miss some opportunity. Yes. Maybe market will go up 10-15%. No problem. We will get other opportunities. More trains will come. This is not the last train. Yeah. More will come. Don't have that opportunity loss. In fact, on Twitter, sir, some people will uh, abuse saying you are secretly buying <laughs> and you are scaring all of us. <laughs> that's the nature of the that's the nature of the beast Twitter. There are people ready waiting to troll you whatever you say. Whatever you whatever say. You so I say, say, I mean, why why would I do that? Yeah. In fact, if I am buying, I will want the price to go up. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. secondly, I am an investor. Yeah. I am a perma bull. I have my investments already. We yes. just stay across cycles. Yeah. I just keep on, uh, you know, I stay invested. I don't, because I know I can't time the market. Exactly. Neither I get the top right, neither I get the bottom right. So what investment is there as per my diversification and asset allocation that I've kept? Yeah. I'm not keeping, but I'm not putting incremental money. Do I know where the market is going? No. Mm. My probability is May sees a sell-off. If it doesn't happen May, by July, August, you will see a sell-off. Bottoms don't form that easily. Right now, we have put the Fed money onto the market. And that is boosting. Now, no fund manager will say, very few fund managers have a courage like a Narain of ICICI Blue yeah. who shut down his mid-cap PMS yes, yes. and he returned the money. He yeah. saved money for people yeah. saying that I don't like the valuations and mid-cap will go down. He was right, totally right. Yes. In January 2019 yes. or January 2018, now I forget, but yeah, yeah. he returned the money. Yes. Very few fund managers and AMC's PMS, they will never tell you, boss, take your money back. I don't need that 1%, 2%. They will always say, stay invested. Time in the market uh, is more important than timing. But you tell that to somebody who has not seen a return on five years after doing SIPs. Yeah. Nobody is giving us 10-year returns of the market and 10-year returns of the funds. Yeah. That you are worse off than a bank fixed deposit. Mm. I remember in 2000 when the dot-com crash happened and in Kothari Pioneer, we had internet opportunities funds. Yes. So Kumar, Shiva, myself. Yes. We would have done 100 seminars with all our distributors. Uh, the uh, 10 rupee fund went to 100 and it came down to 6. Yes. And think of the customer who came at 100. At 100, yes. It's very easy to say, yes, keep uh, holding. From 6 to 100, I will never be able to make. Yeah. Even after 20 years. We went back, we apologized, and we said, this is what we think. We didn't see it coming. We didn't get out in time. Yes, no fund manager can get out in time. And our compensation is so that we stay invested and we don't give these funds back to you. But we messed up. And this is what we think you should do. Yeah. We gave a full plan also and people appreciate it. Yeah. That you guys are honest enough and the funds have gone down, you are coming to us. Mm. At that time, people don't dare to go out in the market. Yeah. 
Any view on the Reliance uh, Facebook deal? It's a very good deal. And the overall Reliance, you know, I can't give a buy or sell, but uh, look at how they're reducing the debt. It's a, you know, they have a retail, they are the biggest retailer in India, they are the biggest telecom in India, apart from their petchem uh, and refining business. And now you add on e-commerce and uh, uh, data analytics to it. So Facebook will bring a lot of know-how. They will get a lot of experience from Reliance because Reliance can provide a huge army which can work on every project and they can so you will see a capital one an american express an amazon a google a snap uh, all rolled into one coming into reliance yeah so i am very positive with the move overall the debt of the company is going down hugely especially if this rights issue goes through yes which it will yeah. because the promoters itself will fund it yeah. if nothing else yeah debt goes from 160000 net debt to about 60000 and that you know if at any time in the next 3 4 years saudi aramco happens yes that is a very small you know 20 25 billion will come from there so it's a huge positive how i am seeing it as a very proud indian is that we are getting into the product business till now our it has only been it services, services yes so if you know facebook buys reliance or reliance buys facebook or they are partners how i am seeing it this culture of products will come to india and then you see the reliance geo ecosystem they will have thousands of vendors who will be pitching them apps products so this product ecosystem of india will get created yeah there will be silicon valleys coming up in bangalore in gurgaon in nasik in aurangabad you name it you just need a computer hmm. and some basic education reliance already has an accelerator in place they do startup funding i'm just saying the ecosystem wise so how if i was the only leader i have seen like this who would think like this would be lee kuan yew of singapore, singapore. who made singapore yeah. what it is yes i worked in temasek i saw his uh, uh, you know legacy up front in temasek very closely i was fortunate enough if i was the head of india i would roll out the carpet to facebook and say please come create this ecosystem because what nandan nilankani narain murthy did you know in infosys or satyam at that time even though satyam ended badly but satyam infosys wipro tcs what sakith and kohli did with tcs yes it's going to happen on products and products then are worth much 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 more than your service hmm. that is the big way we have to see it as indians extremely positive move so the fact that facebook is coming in isn't google far behind i mean shouldn't they also be thinking of tying up with someone else in a yes. similar sort of ecosystem yeah. yeah yeah see amazon is offering cloud services already yeah. microsoft is huge ibm is huge here cognizant uh, uh, you know uh, any capgemini to 
any company you name, they have a huge Texas Instruments. You know, they used to be my customers in Bangalore, mid-90s. They had more patents from their Bangalore office than their global office. Wow. You look at pharma, we have more FDA-approved labs. If you see all over the world, except for the U.S., India is the next country which has FDA-approved labs. Mm. So whatever needs a lot of knowledge work, technical prowess, low-cost, very high-skilled labor, we will do very well. And if on top of that you put an innovative company, mm. I would say we should have a minister of Israeli technology. <laughs> you should have one minister sitting in Modi's cabinet who's only going to Israel 20 days a month saying, whichever of your tech company wants to open in India, I'm giving you office space. I'm giving you subsidy. Don't pay me tax for 20 years, yeah. but bring your technology and train my people. Yeah. You just see what revolution that will create in farming. You know what uh, Israel has done on desalination? We can talk about that sometime. Today, Israel supplies, it's all desert. It supplies the water to Jordan, to Lebanon. It fights with Lebanon, gives them water. Yeah. They have huge desalination plants running on solar power. Yeah. Just imagine. Yeah. Sitting in the middle of no water, they are water surplus and they are giving water to everybody. If we can put something like that, we have so much monsoon runoff. Yes. And look at the coastline we have. Yes. All across India, you make the desalination with solar. They look for 100 days of solar uh, you know, sun. Yes. We have 350 days of sun yes. in most of India. Yeah, yeah. So, I would say make a ministry of Israeli technology. That's how I am seeing Facebook, sir. Yeah. So, amidst all the gloom and doom, there are so many opportunities also. It's not that everything is going to end and this is the end of the world. No, there are so many, many opportunities opening up and available for India to rise. Absolutely. In the Absolutely. end, I know you are very spiritually inclined with your association with Sri Sri. Anything which Guruji has told you or you would like to say before we end this? <laughs> no, uh, you know, I would say spend time on mental health also. Our biggest challenge right now, apart from what's happening in the markets, is going to be mental health. Yes. You know, children are getting very depressed, being locked up in the homes. Adults are... So, some amount of breathing, some amount of meditation will help a lot. So, you know, we have to focus on mental health and to see that we are not just the body, we are spirit also. It helps me a lot. You know, a lot of my investments are instinctive and uh, based on my spirituality. We are very lucky in India to have this legacy of spirituality. Yeah. I think that is something each of us should discover for ourselves and Devote some time at least because it's going to be very challenging. But I'm very optimistic. I'm, I'm extremely optimistic and futuristic. And I know we do best when, you know, we have our backs to the wall. Yes. It is not an easy period. Yeah. Why I have turned a little, I start, I started talking negative is because I want to save people their money right now. Yeah. I'm just trying to give a warning. It will change in six months, one year. Maybe it will change now. Maybe I'm totally wrong and March 23rd was the market bottom. 
we don't know that's right but seeing the probability seeing all our history i think we might be in for 6 months to a year of a downturn so it's better to conserve money and in that kind of a time spirituality helps a lot build up your mental resilience that will help on all fronts thank you ajay bagga ji it has been a pleasure talking to you for this last one hour we've ended on a high hopefully the markets will also take us to a high in the near future of course with all the volatility thank you so much and hope to speak to you again thank you sir thank you sir thanks a lot